0: Welcome to A Star Wars Story Podcast, honoring the stories of Star Wars, the characters within them, and the people who love them. Today, we will be discussing Triple Force Friday, our feelings surrounding Where's Rose, and what this means for The Rise of Skywalker. Hi, everybody. I am your host, Brooklyn.
1: And I'm your other host, Delaney. And we
0: are gonna dive into... Just all of the stuff that around Force Friday and Where's Rose and all that stuff. And if you don't know anything about what we're talking about, I will give you just a quick little recap. So, Triple Force Friday um, was when Lucasfilm essentially released a whole bunch of just merch at once... On a Friday, um, and like some places had like full events where you could like wait in line and get big stuff and all that jazz, um, and so it was triple force Friday because it was they released um, merch for Rise of Skywalker and Mandalorian and Jedi Fallen Order,
1: right? Um, yeah, those are the three things. Um, yeah, so it was like a major, like a major merch push for like those three properties because those I think right. are like. If we're going up those and are, if we're coming year.
0: yeah, they're all coming out before December, so yeah, it was. It would they always do a Force Friday, um, but this was like we have three thing three big things coming out before the end of the year and this is us pushing all of that stuff so it's just dropping like a bunch of merch at once um some of that merch had already been like teased and released and some of it had like was just you got there and figured out what it was um so some of the things that were teased was like we knew what like funko's were gonna be there um i think most of like the lego sets were gonna be there um and w- there were some, um, of the, like, clothing items that were, re- that were like, teased that had pictures on it. Um, and so this is kind of where we're getting into the whole, like, hashtag where's Rose that happened on that Friday. So, um, in the lead up to Force Friday, some of the things that were teased for, triple force friday was there was like a shirt that said um like it had like this cool like rebel like it said the word rebel and it was in like this cool font logo thing um and then it had rose on the front as well like there was that logo and then rose um and there were some like posters for things that like included rose in it and before even before this um there had been conversation just on Twitter and around about, like, where's Rose because we have had a just significant lack of any kind of, like, Rose content in, like, for The Rise of Skywalker. Um, Really, the only things that we've gotten were, first, at Celebration, JJ said one of the best things that, like, Ryan ever did for him was to cast kelly as rose which like got all of our hopes up like okay good he doesn't you know because people were worried because rose is the only new character that he didn't specifically create it was like the big new character that was ryan johnson's creation so people were afraid that she was just gonna kind of get sidelined because it wasn't like one of jj's like babies or whatever um but he kind of like put this vote of confidence forward just like verbally at celebration which got everybody like kind of hype about it but she wasn't in the teaser that we got um she was in one released like screenshot photo from the movie one still from the movie that i don't even know if it was like professionally released it was just like people took a picture of it from the like live stream um so, and then from there, like, and all of the, you know, we haven't gotten a lot of new Rise of Skywalker, like, actual, like, pictures and stuff, um, but because, you know, there's still, there, we, we are probably going to get the full trailer, uh, like, within the week, likely, we're recording this on um, Tuesday, the, I don't know what day it is. Um, but the 8th, (laughs) Tuesday the 8th, I was like, I don't know what the date is, I shouldn't have started this sentence. Um, but, so we're probably gonna get the trailer within the week, so hopefully something is in there, but in all of, like, the, like, Vanity Fair shots, in all of the, like, Empire shots, in the, like, D23, like, sizzle reel, we have seen nothing of Rose in most of, in She's not included on, like, the official poster that is out. There's... It's, like, just... It's the same type of fo- poster that was there for Rise... Of, for um Force Awakens and for Last Jedi, where it's, like, you know, Ray and Kylo were really big. And then you have, like, all the other characters surrounding them. And, like, there are new characters on that poster. And, like, Rose is nowhere to be found. Like, and... So, we have already been having this conversation of, like, Rose is not really being put in a lot of merchandise. She's not being put on any posters, which just, it, it feels gross. And it feels, like, just very intentional, like, discrimination and leaving one of your only, you know... In Last Jedi, she was the only woman of color main character. And now we have Janna as well, but still, it's only, like, two and you're excluding one of them from what seems like all of your merch. Um and so we were already kind of having this conversation and everybody's hopes kind of started to get up a little bit again with some of the Force Friday teases because Rose was on some of that merchandise. And then it comes to Force Friday and Force Friday is something that, um, you can order online, like, you can get that merch online, it does drop there as well, but, like, the thing about Force Friday is that you go, like, you're in the store, like, you go to the Disney store, you go to Target, you go to Box Lunch, like, there's stores that you go to to go physically purchase the merchandise, and, like, I, I mean, I was at the, I was at the Disney store on, um, on friday and i there was a shirt that had that same it was the same exact rebel like font logo um but the shirt did not have rose on it um and i know that there were like some posters or something where like the original art literally had rose on it and what was available on Force friday did not have her there and so it was just like this very intentional just she was just kind of gone out of all of the merchandise and uh like it took like a full day of everyone like on twitter like talking about him and someone finally found like the actual rose comic like or the the rose shirt and it was like on an obscure like online store that like was not physically available to just like purchase in the store and so it was just this very, like, it felt like something where, like, Lucasfilm would be like, hey, she's still in that shirt. That shirt's still available. But it just felt so deceptive to, like, go to the store and see the exact same shirt that you, like, that everyone was excited about with Rose removed, like, purposefully removed. And so there was, we, so the conversation that we were already having, Got just blown up and exacerbated, and we just you know kept talking about it more. And so that's kind of the backstory about what we're going to be talking about today, um, in case you weren't aware of the situation. Um, so we asked our our followers on Twitter earlier today to send us any any of the stuff that they got on Force Friday. Um, we will go over just like the merch that we saw and that we liked and that we wanted to get, and um, that we got um and then we also asked our followers for their responses and their thoughts about where's rose so we'll cover that as well
1: yeah no i think that's a really really good like summation of everything that's happened just to like get people up to speed um but just as honestly merch as a whole at least this time around felt a little lackluster to me um and that's coming from someone who, again, online I participated in 2015. I didn't go to any stores on Force Friday. Um, 2017 I did go to Toys R Us and Target at midnight. Um, and this year, this uh, this past year, or I guess like this past week even, I did Walmart at midnight, and then I did the Disney Store and Target the next day, and. I don't know I just feel like in 2017 there was this big um literature push too with like a lot of a lot of books being released whereas yeah this year there was just one big or not I shouldn't say one book because there were a few other books but I'm talking like chapter style like YA style like there were children's like picture books but I remember 2017 like Leia Princess of Alderaan was released I feel like a few other books like that were maybe YA maybe like adult I don't even know were released so I feel like on that front it was lacking um I feel like the clothing selection was a little lacking in a lot of ways like yeah again target had like a huge clothing push in 2017 I remember I got like a shirt there that I still wear all the time it's like so stretchy and cozy and I got that on force friday it was like one of their newer pieces and it's like just a simple logo shirt but it's like so it's such a cool like material so I feel like that was lacking.
0: Yeah, and it's just I, really I, think that, it,
1: I think that like part of it is like because it was triple force
0: Friday. So a you're kind of spreading rather than being like we have one movie coming out. Here's just like a whole bunch of stuff for our movie and like everyone get hyped for our movie. They're they're trying to hype people up about like three separate things at once. And so it's like too many cooks in the kitchen like you're just spreading it too thin. And so it's like you can't kind of give the selection that people are used to for your movie because you're also trying to promote like other things which i get well on one hand i get because you know rise of skywalker is kind of you know it's the final movie which i feel like should be like more of a reason to push it but also like mandalorian and jedi fallen order like those are gonna last beyond that so i get trying to get people to like be hype about that and like a star wars isn't gonna be dead after you know rise of skywalker after december like we're still here kind of thing um and yeah like there wasn't and the uh, the other thing about it is is that it just felt strange in its timing because we like we still don't have like a full trailer for rise of skywalker like we have one trailer for mandalorian but mandalorian doesn't come out for like another like five or so weeks and you know Jedi Fallen Order I think I mean I don't really I'm not keeping up on that just because I'm not I don't have like a system to play Jedi Fallen Order it's not really my thing so not something I've been following but because like we it's still been so like everyone's so tight-lipped about Rise of Skywalker and we just know like absolutely nothing and like all of like the release like of information has been like really weird like the poster that's like the quote-unquote like official poster like was never like officially released like it wasn't like oh hey here's the here's the poster for like the star wars you know twitter said like here's the poster it was just kind of like quietly like first of all it's the exact same poster that was leaked like a couple of months ago um and so there there's like kind of a group of people who've like already seen it because it leaked and then they just kind of like quietly put it on like like I saw it on like a like a reusable like tote bag in the Disney store like it's on like a t-shirt like it's on some things the way that you would do with the normal poster but like they never officially released it like the whole release of like merchandise and information for tross has been so like close-lipped and weirdly timed that like i I agree it did feel kind of like weirdly thin and like i don't know it's just kind of been yeah just a weird weird window and i'm i, I don't know how much that's going to change once we start getting like official stuff because i really feel like everyone is like we cannot tell you anything about this movie which i get like you don't want spoilers but, like, people, like, we've, they were doing the same thing for The Last Jedi and that's, like, not anything at all. Also, I just want to say that, like, the graphic design for every single thing that has come out for Rise of Skywalker, like, makes me want to vomit. Like, it is so bad. Like, that stupid poster that, like, got leaked and then now it's, like, the official thing. Like, it is so... Like, there's no color scheme that's happening. Like, it is so weird and off and, like, I don't like it. Like, there's some, like, official... Like, the character posters have, like, kind of been released. And they look, like, from... They're from, like, 2003. Like, it's so weird. And, like... I know that not everyone loved the Last Jedi, um... Like, posters and stuff, but I loved them I loved the red I love the monochrome like I thought they were so good and so cool and if you didn't love like the full red like that graphic design is like light years away from what is happening right now and it's just like makes me want to cringe so bad and I hope that they release like a better poster at some point because otherwise I want to cry
1: <laughs> truly yeah that I remember seeing your tweet, Brooklyn. I think you tweeted, um, like a picture of that bag and I saw it too. Cause I was in the Disney show this weekend and yeah, that, that's, that's some artwork. <laughs> I mean, like it's an interesting choice to put on a bunch of stuff, especially considering we haven't seen it officially released. So I'm very confused, but, um, I, yeah, I, I thought that this year would be a bigger push For merch, and it's not, um, and that's, I guess that's just a little, like, disorienting to me. Like, I just really thought it was going to be this big push. Um, and so that's a little confusing. I, yeah, I, I do just kind of think, especially, too, with, like, the events and everything, it just, I didn't, I don't think that it really matched the feeling of what it's feeling like going into this last movie of the saga films like it's just very like oh well it's very like oh this is our last one so like we can cut back or like i don't know like that kind of an attitude it's really weird um and so i don't know it's very odd to me um the one thing that i did like merch wise and that Like, literally, I feel like some of the stuff I was kind of, like, trying to justify to myself, like, oh, you know, yeah, we can get this or whatever. When I saw this, I was like, I need it, like, literally. But I love, love, love the spirit jersey so much. I think it's really, really cool. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it because I know some people were like, oh, I'm not sure I feel about it. And that's honestly fair. I honestly don't even have, like, prior to this, I didn't even have a spirit jersey. Like, I- just don't have one um but i like them i just never got one but i just really liked like the logo and like everything on the back um i like that we get like ray and kylo sabers um and i don't know i thought it was really cool but that was like the one piece that i think i'm like most excited for just because i know i know i I, i
0: i also got that spirit jersey and i really i have two spirit jerseys i have one that i got from disneyland and one that i got From the Disney store, actually, that it is already a Star Wars spirit jersey. Um, but I wear both of them like all the time, like because they're like not cheap, like they're expensive. I mean, it is like official Disney merch, so if you're buying it in the park or even in the Disney store, it's just gonna be wildly overpriced. But also, like I've put enough miles on in those shirts that I'm like, okay, I get, I get my, I get what I want out of it, you know? Yes. And I was kind of the same way when I first saw that spirit jersey, and I was like. Do I like that? Is what's <laughs> happening? Because it's really busy. Like it, it has it like, the like the star print on it, which most spirit jerseys are either like one color, or if they have more than one color, it's like a fade. Like it'll be, you know, like an ombre thing, or like, you know, two big chunks or something. Like it's just much busier than any any spirit jersey that I that I've seen. But I really liked it, so I went to go to the disney store to buy it and that's when i saw the like rose sans rose rebel shirt and i was annoyed because that shirt like the cut is really like really good and like it would be really flattering on me and i saw it and the way it was hung up on the hanger i was seeing the side of the shirt that rose wouldn't have been on so i saw it and i I was like oh that like bottom like the cut of it looks different like i might i might like grab that one too right now and i pulled it out and i was like rose is not on this shirt and so i like took a picture and then i
1: tweeted (laughs) and i was like where did why? Why is she not on the shirt? Like it makes no se- like it's Literally removing her serves no purpose. Like it does. It doesn't serve the design purpose. It doesn't serve anything. Like no. I don't understand why they did that. Yeah, yeah, that's. I don't know. It's it's so frustrating because and like we sound. If you're listening to this when we releases and then you go back and listen to our episode last week, we literally sound so naive. We're like, oh, we're so... Like, the one of the items we're so excited for is this shirt that says Rebel and it has Rose on it because it's one of the only pieces of merch that has Rose. This is what we we're we- saying! We were, like, we were talking about, like, how much we were excited
0: for that specific shirt! And, like, ugh! So I,
1: I'm so done. Yeah, I... I'm really frustrated. And I spoke to a lot of different people about just various merch, I don't know, lacking. And I'll mention it when we really get into the where's rose, but yeah, that was, that was something. Um, We do have, we did have someone um, write in about their experiences specifically with Force Friday, um, which is actually one of our patrons, Fetmatic. But um, we got a picture. He sent us a picture of, two of the um clone commander fox uh blacks black series figures um and which if you don't know the black series figures are like more highly articulated um figures which are really really nice and pretty good quality for the most part um and he said during the beginning of force friday I don't go out to the stores because most of the merchandise isn't out or it's in small quantities because of that, along with the overall shortage of products in stores, I buy most of my figures online. The figures I was looking for, um, for force Friday is the target exclusive, the Mandalorian, the Funko pop Mandalorian and the GameStop commander Fox. And then he was saying that he has the two, he found the two commander Foxes, but basically everything else he's like waiting or it's coming or he's, like, waiting to go get it. Um And this is just, like, one of the... I mean, if you're a collector of certain things, especially, it can be a little h- bit harder because you are, like, you are, like, tailoring to, like, a certain type of thing. For me, I basically am, like, oh, I like that character, so I'm gonna get this. Like, I'm not, like, oh, I have to have every Black series that's ever been made. Um mm-hmm. But I do understand, like, the collecting aspect. I just collect based off of character, not based off of, like, item. Like, I'm, like, oh, I'll collect, like, all the... Like, I don't know, like Leia things, for example. Like, the only, some of the only stuff I bought from Disney store this weekend was like this, like, ornament with, like, Leia and R2D2 where she's, like, crouched down. Like, cause I, like, I love Christmas ornaments. I know it's not even, like, Halloween yet, but. No, that's. So cute. I saw it and I, I'm like, I okay, could not Yeah, so, so what so did, cute.
0: what did, what was your full haul? What did you end up getting?
1: Um. So, I went to a few different places, and I did get a little bit online, but I tried not to do too much online just because I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to, like, be more mindful, like, with my shopping. And I feel like when I shop online, it kind of, like, makes it hard for me to do that sometimes. Um, Yeah. But just because I'm, like, trying to get better about managing my money. (laughs) Um, But I'm going to try to do most from recall. Um, I got... I got the Ray and Dio Black Series because I really like the Dio a lot, and I don't have any Ray. I don't have like a like surprisingly I don't have a lot of Ray stuff, so I figured why not. And I really like the little droid. I don't. I think I'll keep it in the box for now, just because with Black Series I feel like it's easier. But because they have like some of like the little like blasters and little additional pieces, so I'll probably keep it in box for now. But I really like the Dio. Um, something that's like not not in any way necessity but I loved was and I like picked up was the little like Galaxy of Adventures like droid figure set where it has R2 BB-8 and Dio and I just How like cute. I like the little I like I want to put them on like, a desk or a nightstand or something I just think they're really cute um spirit jersey my Disney store had the Mando pins out so I got one of those cause I thought those okay. were cool Yeah, from D23 um what else? Oh, I got a Conics pop because that's what I could find in Target. Um, no rose, but I found a Conics, um, and that was like the only pop that I saw that I really, really wanted. I don't think he, I don't think they had Jana either. Um, it was like a mm, really yeah. limited selection. I'm surprised they had Conics to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. Um, and then and one of the weird things that like I wasn't expecting to want to get really or I didn't even anticipate them listing, but I really liked it and I, I have no idea what I'm gonna do with these. But I just really like them. Is are the the patches they had that like each letter corresponded to like a movie kind of? If that you know. What I'm oh about yeah, where it's
0: about Star Wars.
1: Yeah, and like, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna cute. put them on anything. Yeah, like I don't. For me, it's like I don't think I'm gonna put them on anything. I might put them on like a piece of paper and then like frame frame that and like hang it oh, up yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just could get so like it's, a like,
0: um. If you had, like, a denim jacket, you could put, like, you could, yes. like, just do Star Wars on, like, that, like, upper back panel.
1: Yeah, I I just loved the art, and I love how they all correspond with the movies, and, like... Yeah, it was super Again, cute. wasn't... Like, I'm not, like, a big patch... I'm more of a pin person, because I put them on, like, my, like, totes and stuff, and, like, my jackets, so I'm not, like, a huge, like, patch person, because I know I don't really use them, but I was, like, I really, really like these, and I like the art, and... So I'm again, not really sure what I'm going to do. Um and then and I think I know the one, I know the order. The only thing that I got from the Disney store I got the the Leia ornament cuz I think the past 3 Christmases I've gotten I think they released a new like Leia ornament so this is like my third one in 3 years and like I'm really like yeah, cute. I'm really beef I'm really beefing up my my ornament collection. Um and then not even sure why because i really don't know when the next time i'm gonna be even going to disneyland but like i got those like the her universe ears um like i don't know oh again, cute. Like, if i saw those i would have bought those which is probably yeah, a good thing that i, I didn't see them because i already spent too much money yeah i i don't even know when i'm gonna wear them next because i have no plans to go to disney we'll, within, like, well the next, be there like, for celebration it's a little, literally in a like a little under a year, I'll probably probably be the first time I wear them because I am not gonna be going anytime soon. But I just was like, might yeah. as well get them while they're available because like, and I that was like the one one set of ears from like the their like designer collection that I was like, yes, like because all the other ones I really didn't care much about to be honest. So, um, I've only bought this one set, but yeah, I kept it pretty like I didn't go crazy crazy and. I, oh, and I, I did pre, I had, um, Spark of the Resistance pre-ordered on my phone, like, on my iTunes account for books, so that, like, downloaded when it, like, the day it released, but I haven't gotten too far into it yet, so I can't really, like, discuss it yet, but I'm also reading that currently, so, um, and Brooklyn, what did you pick up? Is this, is this your first, is this your first First Friday that you've, like, gone out, like, into, like, into the stores on the day that everything's released?
0: yeah at least consciously like i can't guarantee that i haven't gone out on a force friday to go buy stuff but just like consciously yes um yeah. But so i went out i went to the disney store and i got um i got the spirit jersey um and then that's all i got at the disney store um like i said i was gonna get the rebel shirt but then i didn't because there was no rose on it um and then it was one of those things where like the spirit jersey was kind of already like like i mean i spent like 70 dollars on the spirit jersey so i was like it was already a big enough ticket item that like which was kind of a good thing because if i bought like a 20 dollar t-shirt or something i probably would have ended up grabbing more stuff that might have added up to more things Um, so I just got that. Um, I didn't like end up looking too hard around anywhere else because I was like, don't spend too much money. Um, literally. And then, um, in my mall, I don't know if you guys have have this, uh, where you are. Um, but, um, we have a store called Box Lunch that's really great. Um, yes, yes. It, it's like my favorite store. Um, it's like a hot topic but less scary. It looks like like a real person store. But it's, like, all... Tru-
1: okay, literally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, like, literally. all, like, nerdy stuff. Like, when I went in there, they actually had, the, like, they had, like, a whole brand new, like, avatar collection, too. They had, like, full, like, jerseys for, like, whatever, like, nation you were, like, with. It was, like, super cool. And I almost bought that, but I was... I didn't. Um, but Box Lunch does a lot of um, Funko Pops. And I I also got to the mall at, like... 10 30 so the mall had only been open for like 30 minutes um and it didn't look like it was too crazy like people there trying to like buy all the things um and so when i got to box lunch they had actually like they were opening up the boxes they had, like just finished opening up the boxes of all the fu- star wars force friday funko pops so they, so they were just all together like on the like shelf behind the um, register, so I didn't even have to like go like on their giant wall and try to find stuff. It was just sitting there behind the register, and I was like, "Can I have <laughs> like?" So I got um, Finn, Rose, Conix, and Janna. Um, I was I was a hundred percent gonna get Finn and Rose, um, but then they were also having a sale that Funkos were like buy one get one half off, so it was gonna be cheaper. Uh, the so best. I was like, "Um, yeah, I guess I can just get another one." Um. Because of that because I was like, I, want, I wanted Finn and Rose, and then I really wanted Jana too. Um, and then I was like, well, I might as well just grab a fourth if that's what the deal is. Um, so then I grabbed Connix as well. Um, but it was nice because I just had to go in there, and I was like, I just pointed to them. And I was like, can you hand me those four? And then I would like to buy them. <laughs> yes. Um. So <laughs> that's what I got on Force Friday. Just kind of those five things. Those four Fungos and the Sphere jersey um it was probably a good thing that like the spirit jersey was like on the front display in the disney store and then the fungos were like right there because if i would had to like start searching for things i probably would have like grabbed a million and a half more things um yes when i need to be saving my money um so literally So, yeah, that's what I got on Force Friday, um, and I'm super happy, because I didn't have, um, I didn't love the Finn design, the Finn design for, um, Last Jedi, um, because it was his, like, Imperial, like, undercover armor, um, and I don't know, I just didn't like the design very much, um, and because it was, like, I did like the His Force Awakens one, but... I kind of started buying Funkos, like, after The Last Jedi came out. So, it was, like, really hard to find, like, an older Finn. Just, like, out in the wild. Um, and I liked Rose's um, Last Jedi pop, okay. But I really never, I, like, never found one. It was just, like, if I saw one, I would have bought it. But I never did. Um, So, I had, like, everybody else. I had, like, Leia and... Poe, and Rey, and Kylo, and BB-8, so, like, I had already had, like, the sequel trilogy, like, group, but I didn't have Finn and Rose, so that was, like, my biggest thing is, because I really like their, their designs for their Funkos for Rise of Skywalker, so I really wanted to get those too, um, and then, yeah, just grabbing Jenna, and then Conics as well, especially because Connix has, like, the, like, essentially, like, uh, Leia hair from, like, um, empire strikes back and just like really, yes. lord just like looks like your mama and so i put her next to like my two leia funkos on my shelf and i was just like you can be uh, on my shelf and it'll be okay um so yeah uh, so That's pure um oh i yeah, also got spark go the resistance because people were ta- kept talking about how cute it was um and i got that on my kindle but i have not read it yet because i've been very busy
1: yeah i know i'm like but i've heard great things so
0: i'm very excited to to take a look at it
1: yeah i mean like the fact that the fact alone that we get rose naming the porgs like i need it now Mm -hmm. um i need that cuteness right now um but yeah so i think honestly like i feel like again and that's not to say like it's very bittersweet like in some ways i'm like oh it was a successful force friday but like in so many other ways especially when it comes to where's rose it's like oh wow like this was really a letdown um but that basically i feel like covers most of the force like purely triple force friday conversation and i think now we're good to really just dive into the where's rose discussion um as Brooklyn did a really good job explaining what the hashtag Where's Rose movement is about. It really, I mean, it, I feel like every time we get content for Star Wars, especially new content, it, it just amplifies. But I feel like this is the biggest, biggest social media push in a while um, that, regarding this Where's Rose movement. And one of the most damning things that I saw I don't know if it was a thread or if it had if it had like a few like a photo set in one singular tweet but there are multiple examples um of art and I mentioned this previously but multiple multiple examples of art that had her in it and then like the finished product and it had her removed and it's not just one item it's a bunch of different items and it happened to every single one and Mm -hmm. it's very confusing because i don't really understand what narrative purpose this would even serve like i don't understand why they would be doing this because it, it seems very intentional and i don't really understand why they would be doing this unless there was some kind of like unless there was some convoluted reason where they could say oh this is why but like what purpose does it serve i don't understand so i'm just really confused as to why this is happening, and it honestly feels in a lot of ways that the people who, after The Last Jedi was released, said, oh, this character is pointless. Like, I hate this character. Like, she's so annoying, all this stuff. It basically feels like they're... I mean, not to say that Star Wars is a game, but, like, they're winning and because mm-hmm. they're being catered to, and it's really frustrating. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we've but... talked
0: about this before. Just in general, like, there has... It just... It seems like Lucasfilm is very interested and worried about catering to this, like, crowd and specific subset of the fandom that is almost entirely, like, cis-het white men that are like, you have changed everything about Star Wars and it's not Star Wars anymore, so, like, what are you doing? You're ruining everything with your, like sjw agenda and like all of that and it just feels like there have been a lot of turns where you know with like we i mean we said it before like about you know about the mandalorian about the kenobi show like there are just things where i'm like this seems like you're kind of like serving things up to those that crowd on a platter being like see it's okay we haven't really changed star wars that much which is like Not only is that, like, not the crowd of people you want to be, like, catering to, but also, like, that just, like, undermines every- Like, all of the very minuscule baby steps that you have taken in terms of representation that by, like, saying, like, oh, it's okay, like, we didn't really change it that much. Like, oh, it's okay, like, they're not actually on everything. It's like, well- Then what was the point? Why are you, like, trying to say that, like, all of these things are changing and you're making this, like, new important thing when you're kind of just make trying to apparently make the same thing that you made 40 years ago?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really interesting and confusing to why this is happening at all. Um, And I just don't think it's a good look for anybody so i'm very confused as to why and again it seems very intentional it's not like they're forgetting to put her on the thing it's there's art that exists with her there and then on the finished product of merch she's nowhere to be found so you're like going through an extra step and i i also even more damning i saw a shirt that was literally black and there was like a black ship in the art And that black ship was in the art, but Rose was photoshopped out. And it's like, how does this make any sense? You couldn't see that, and yet it's still there. Yeah. Like, it does not make any sense. And, like, that's just one example. So, I don't know. I'm really frustrated by it. Yeah. Like, Um, and I
0: I know that there was one, like, they released, like, the artwork for, like, the official, like like the calendar that's going to come out oh yeah um for and there was like so much drama with this because like the art that was released for the calendar was like released in these like weird ways so that it was cropped so you were only seeing part of the image so it looked like rose wasn't there and then when you got like the actual full image she like was there for a second um but then on the official calendar rose was not there anymore again like the space it wasn't like it was cropped back it was like the space that she had been there in the artwork that we saw where rose was there was like it was empty and it's like she was just gone and so like and first of all the calendar like it's the awful like art design that we were talking about with the character posters, where it's like just a shot of the character, just like just like a generic like photo for the character, and then it like has their name and then like a blue, either like a like just a co- like a color of a stripe on the behind it. Like it's just very bad. Um, but of the months of the calendar. The only woman on those calendars is Ray. And there's, like, five full months that are, like, different, separate nights of Ren. Who, like, we don't actually have names for and are all masked. And it's like... Like, really? Like, for, like you have so many women and like you have you know you've conics you have rose you have janna you have zori you have like you've all these female characters and you put like five knights of ren in like different months like okay sure like that feels great um but then the like i don't even know how it happened but somebody asked the guy who was credited with doing the art for the, like the front part of the poster and was, like, why did Rose get cut out? Like, this is, like, and said, like, what everyone's been saying. Like, this is very purposeful. Like, we're, like, this is, like, really awful what, like, this film is doing. And the guy, like, replied, was, like, getting angry. And was, like, look at the date on, like, the thing that I, like, did. Like, I didn't, because what it- what it looked like happened was that Rose wasn't there. We, like, people made noise about it and then Rose was added in. And the guy was, like, uh, like, Rose was always in there. Like, I had always intended that. Like, look at, he was, like, posting screenshots of, like, with, like, the dates of when he, like, saved, like, the art for it. Which, we don't have the date for the art sans Rose, so I don't know what you're trying to prove there. Um, but yeah, it was just this whole, like, that's the only thing that I've seen that has been, like, someone specific who was doing the artwork responded and it was very poorly handled, um so yeah it's just it's been a whole mess.
1: Yeah, it's not a good look. Um but we got a lot of great responses from you guys um cuz I reached out via our podcast Twitter account and just wanted to hear your guys' thoughts regarding triple force friday but mainly regarding where's rose and you guys delivered we got a lot of really really good really good feedback um and response from all of you guys um so i'm just gonna jump in and read the first one which is from honestly like i think like one of the most like funny and entertaining people on twitter which is bisexual disaster ren but right now it's bisexual disaster hashtag where's rose ren Mm -hmm. um i love this account on twitter (laughs) Um, but they said, I was so disappointed by the lack of Rose on Triple Force Friday that the only merch I ended up getting was the Rebel t-shirt with Rose on it that I had to hunt down and order via a third-party website definitely negatively impacted my purchasing. Hashtag Where's Rose. Um, I feel that for sure. I felt that with the Rebel shirt. Like I saw, like Brooklyn said, like I saw it in the store and as much as I... Like, I'm so thirsty for new merch right now that I'm like, oh, I do I want to get it? Because the cut's cute, the, the fabric and material's great, but I just, like, can't get over the fact that Rose was on that shirt, and then when we saw it in the stores, she was not on the shirt. So I would definitely say that it, in a way, negatively impacted my purchasing experience too. I mean, like, I didn't end up buying the shirt because Rose wasn't on it, so um but yeah no that was i definitely agree that was a great response for sure
0: yeah we had um another response from um at uh nix fedra um and their name right now is fedra forest witch with a little bat Um, but they they said outside the US, there's almost no Rose merch in the UK specifically. There's no Rose merch on the online Disney store, not even the Funko, which is very hard to find on stores and it's not even on Amazon. So like the little, like we had enough trouble trying to find stuff just within the US and for international fans, it's like even harder. So Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah it's yeah I had a few people because I tweeted some screenshots of some merch on the website today and I had a handful of people just say oh where is this available like I'm in the UK and I can't see it and and I had people in Canada saying oh I'm in Canada I can't see it and I guess it was literally like on the US site only so like the very little that were given and it's limited to the United States so that's like really disheartening um especially for like international fans like hello international fans exist and they also love froze so like Mm -hmm. maybe like show that you know that i guess um i quote tweeted this on i think our podcast account but we got an amazing thread threaded response to our tweet it's if you haven't read it please go read it it's so good but i'm gonna read it right now verbatim um and this is from Marissa at, how would you, how would you pronounce it, Brooklyn? Jedi. Jedi Freyak. It's Jedi F-R-E-A-C. E-A-C. Yeah, Freac. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So buckle up because this is a long one, but it's really, really, really good. So I recommend you guys tune in to listen to this and also go read it and like go interact with her tweets because they're really good. I've been a Star Wars fan since I was a little girl. For years, I used to draw fan art of Asian women, Jedi, and Rebels, etc. Because I was starved for representation. The casting of Kelly Marie Tran was groundbreaking to me. Hashtag Where's Rose. And every single one of these tweets, by the way, I think, or nearly all of them, have Hashtag Where's Rose, which is really good for like visibility as well. I remember playing Spot the Asian in Star Wars. ROTJ pilots Jan Orr's Butler Swan selecting an Asian face for kotor Reven, when when tor came out i got to meet snowy black aka satel sean at wondercon hashtag where's rose she was just a model and college student and by then i was grown but it was still so exciting to see an asian american woman exist in the galaxy i'd always wanted to exist in even if it was just a video game coping with the cognitive dissonance in seeing an asian in seeing asian influences in star wars Japanese in the OT, Mongolian and South Asian in the PT, etc., and knowing Lucas initially wanted Asian actors in the OT was not easy. Honestly, I'd given up on ever seeing someone like me in a big role in a Star Wars movie when Kelly Marie Tran was cast as Rose Tico. As an Asian American woman, you get used to being on the margins, and Ryan Johnson selecting Kelly Marie Tran really challenged that for me. It made me hungry again to be seen in the galaxy far, far away. You see, by the time Kelly Marie Tran as Rose Tico showed up, I'd been conditioned to accept breadcrumbs. I think a lot of us had. After the movie came out, a lot of guys told me, no offense to Kelly Marie Tran, but I didn't like Rose. And it was like, does a character need to be liked by you in order to be valid? As much as people adore Ahsoka now, I remember you loathed Snips 10 years ago. All I could think was, no shit, you didn't like Rose Tico. She wasn't made for you. By dressing the very pretty Kelly Marie Tran in bulky practical clothes, she was deliberately not framed to be a sexual object, so you could not sexualize her. That confused you. Rose Tico is a freaking horse girl. After losing her sister and her homeworld, she has no reason to be hopeful. She remains so because rebellions are built on hope. I don't know if you understand how long I've waited for an Asian woman to be in Star Wars substantively. Remember... Remember, Bai Ling was cast in Episode 3, not a Jedi or Sith like I wanted, but still. Fanboys were excited, too, because she was hot. But then Bai Ling posed for Playboy with a lightsaber, and I remember fans turned on her. When she was cut from Episode 3, along with Padme's agency, this was said to be the reason. Asian women in Star Wars exist as a sexual object, but don't own your sexuality. Sociologists also research fandom talk about affirmational and transfer- transformational fandom. The former is about loving the commodity and things like canon and being knowledgeable, and the latter is about remixing and, well, transforming the franchise property. We see this play out in things like bring back Le- the Bring Back Legends campaign, which is affirmative, or Finpo, which is transformative. For example, Kelly Marie Tran is part of the transformative fandom. She has ships, is new to the Star Wars fandom, and cracks jokes about Raylo. Rose as a character will appeal more to transformational fans because she subverts expectations. As an Asian woman in tech support, she was never supposed to be a player in the great in the galaxy far, far away Game of Thrones. Then in The Last Jedi, she did just that. Rose was frumpy when she should have been sexy, idealistic when she should have been jaded, and a franchise that usually glorifies violent man pain. Fans cheer for NARMY dialogue Vader in Rogue One, but loathe Rose for not letting Finn go out in a manly blaze of glory. Earlier this week, a guy in affirmational fandom tried to say that hashtag Where's Rose fans aren't legit because we don't know there have been other Asian ladies in Star Wars, as if fans like me haven't been counting our measly breadcrumbs. POC fans don't get Finn or Rose or Janna every day. You get Kyle Katarns and Dash Renders, and then in little parentheses, a little like vomiting emoji, dime a dozen. So yeah, when hashtag Where's Finn gets shrunk in favor of featuring Kylo Ren, we will get salty. Finn and Rose embody resistance. They feature in a franchise where they shouldn't belong. Rose lost everything, Finn had nothing, and still they choose to do the right thing. They are the character foils to Hux and Kylo Ren. Anyway, two years ago, the same weekend as Force Friday, I met Kelly Marie Tran at Jenny Yang's... Um, it's comedy... Or I'm assuming it's, like, a comedy festival. The comedy festival event. I clutched a Rose Tico Funko in my hand and... I'm assuming this is a friend, but at um uh is that an I or an L?
0: L. It's her name's Laura. Is it? She also responded to us later, but um Her her at is at L
1: S I R I K U L K U. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna continue the sentence, but just use her real name. I clutched a Rose Tico Funko in my hand, and Laura was in cosplay. So surreal to finally be able to buy an Asian girl Star Wars action figure. This was before Kelly Marie Tran got harassed off social media and she was standing Star Wars hard. She and her friends loaded up on Rose Toys and we talked about how the Target employees didn't even recognize her. Two years later, she's been bullied off, bullied off of social media and can no longer have a space in these communities. I can't even mention Rose Tico without some, well, actually, dude bro just wanting to share his important opinion about why she sucks. This trip before Friday, I camped on a bunch of sites for the midnight release. I didn't expect any action figures after she undersold, but I had seen previews of her shirts in the Funko. I didn't expect for her to be erased, just like Kelly Marie Tran in fandom spaces. I wish I could convey what it's like to try and exist in a space that doesn't want you. Affirmational gatekeeping fandom doesn't even let women of color be mediocre. Don't know enough SSD trivia? Hashtag fake geek girl. It's a constant battle to carve space, to be seen to matter. At Disney, at Hasbro, marketing financial calculus and those people gloating about hashtag where's rose brings me back to when I was that little girl. Little Asian girls aren't supposed to love Star Wars, but we do. We aren't supposed to exist outside our limited roles, but Kelly Marie Tran does. Transformational fandom is about saving what we love, welcoming possibility that someone might like a character more than you do, or that it is really okay to critique the things we love with an an anti-racist lens. So no, transformational fans... In the hashtag Where's Rose tag, do not need to affirm our fandom with merchandise. We need to make we we make space for ourselves. We have everything we need. It just would have been nice to be able to affirm it through buying a few baubles. And then there's this really cute, like handmade rose doll that is truly adorable. Again, another reason to go check out this thread that I quote tweeted on on Twitter. Um, and in conclusion, uh, Marissa wrote. Shit, I thought I was finished, but I also just want to add, it's really fucking easy to be a cynical edgelord these days, and Rose makes me feel more rebellious because she doesn't do that. At Kelly Marie Tran. Kelly says she's, quote, afraid but doing it anyway. Much respect. And please go check out this thread, but also please go check out Marissa because this is one of the most well-articulated responses to, like, I think anything we've ever asked on our podcast. Um so please go and like maybe like throw those tweets a like maybe retweet some of them um like signal boost them because that's really important and it's I think it's really important to hear these opinions from people who are in these marginalized spaces and to hear how this affects them because for me you know obviously I've never had an issue with representation or feeling represented in a lot of spaces and a lot of things that I identify as so like, I'm a white, brunette, cisgendered woman, so I see myself on screen a lot, and so I don't... I can't really identify with that, but I think it's really... For me, it's really important to hear these opinions from people who don't see themselves on screen all the time and why why it's so important to have Kelly Marie Tran as Rose on screen and rep- and represented.
0: Yeah, just... <sighs> yeah. I mean, there are lots of people who, you know are having this conversation and who could who can say it better than us you know like marissa like talked about being an asian american woman watching star wars and like we are both you know white brunette women like we have had our fill of representation within star wars and so there is this level of like you know if you're a you know Pretty much if you're white, if you're a white man or a white woman, um, you can't, I was cis white man or white woman, like, you will not, you don't necessarily, like, can't quite grasp what it's like to watch something and to not see yourself represented. Um, you know, we are still very much lacking in, you know, we've had one main person of color in the both in the original trilogy and in the prequel trilogy, like you have Lando and you have Mace Windu and then you have, you know, Finn and now like we're also getting Janna um, for like main black characters, you know, Oscar Isaac is Latino, like there is, like it is getting better, you know, and Rogue One had, you know, a lot better diversity of um people who were in like the main cast but it's still one of those things where you know again it feels like representation gets dismissed and gets like you know here you know here your bread cup crumbs and you know why aren't you happy with that and it's like well that's because you know you have a bunch of straight white people who are you know on every corner of the screen and are you know and we're getting like one or two characters you know we don't have you know lgbtq representation in on screen at all um definitely not on the not on the big screen at all um there is a possibility that we will get it on screen at some point more explicitly and resistance but like that's the best like hope we have at the moment um and like, it's just it it the the attitude that we have been getting from Lucasfilm on representation, kind of on it on every front, has very much felt like here you go, like here's your one or two things. Be happy with that, and you know, yeah, don't be mad when they you know because I mean there have been there's been a the way that Finn has been marketed too has you know, there's been problems with that and it's just the way that it Star Wars has treated its characters of color has not been great. I saw I wish I had no. I wish I had saved the thread, um, but there was somebody who I saw talking on my on my main account about how like Lucasfilm has been talking about like, you know, they will say like we're like we want like representation is like a big deal to us and like, you know, they're kind of putting forth like all the mouth service of it. But like the only essentially the the like radical agenda of it is just very a very white feminist one of like the you know, the force is female and like we are so excited about our female characters and, you know, it's, like, yeah, you do. You have Rey, and she's a female lead, but she's still, like, a white brunette woman. Like, they're... It's not exactly, like, so radical. Like, we've already had Leia and Padme, and, like, yes, she has the Force, and she's kind of filling, like, the Luke role. But, like, still, it's, like, that's... It seems like all of the, like quote-unquote wokeness is saved for like pushing Rey to the front when Rey is on some level a character we've already had and a character that we are familiar with like it's not this crazy insane thing to have a you know young white woman in a leadership role like that has been a staple of Star Wars since the beginning so it's like Lucasfilm seems very intent on being like here we go like this is our big thing like you're welcome and it's like you're giving us something we essentially already had you can't be like you can't ride that wave forever and just like it's just it's important to have these conversations and it's important to know that you can critically critique something that you love without it becoming this like I hate this kind of thing. Because if, you yeah. know, when when, you're, when your critique is just like, well, I don't like this and this is terrible and, like, it's, like, you've ruined Star Wars, you're in the same vein of people, like, without ever, like, delving deeper into it, you're in the same vein of people who are, you know, part of, like, the fandom menace and people who are, you know, not the kind of section of fandom that you want to be associating with. But there are yeah. a lot of great Star Wars fans who do love Star Wars, who are also like ready to crit- like think about it critically and call it out when it's making mistakes and to just hold the it- hold Star Wars and Lucasfilm accountable to the pro empty promises it keeps making us. And so fourth friday and the where's rose was just kind of that whole issue encapsulated in one very specific easy to explain thing but it really it goes deeper and further and past you know where's rose which we there is more to where's rose than we even touched on and it's yeah it's just we we love star wars and we love like the joy and the community that it brings us and we also recognize that it needs to be better than what it's doing right now.
1: Yeah, it's very lackluster right now. So yeah, it's it's really disheartening for sure to say like the very to say the utmost least amount about it like it's really disheartening. Yeah. Um we got another really good response from one of one of my mutuals on Twitter, um, Sarah, and she was the person who I saw, and it's uh, Sarah Haas, I believe, or Hass, but I think it's Haas, um, and she's at seh two two one, and she was the one who tweeted about. Um, the calendar, I was. She was the first tweet I saw about the calendar and how it only had Ray as the only female character. Um, and she actually did a pretty good thread regarding Where's Rose, or like a lot of information regarding Where's Rose. Um, but her response was deeply disappointed with the lack of Rose on any merch at the Disney store. I wrote a whole thread on my experience in Triple Force Friday, and I ended up just getting a few patch pieces. Um, I did see her video that she posted where she found the shirt that was supposed to have rose on it and it didn't, um, which is just so frustrating. And I just like, I don't know, it's just really frustrating to me. Um, And she did also find a rose pop today. And this wasn't in response to the tweet, but she tweeted, where hashtag where is Rose, you may ask? Rose is accessible by ladder on a high shelf and at least three rows back at a suburban Chicago Hot Topic. I'm pretty sure this was the only one they had. And she tweeted pictures of the Hot Topic employee on the ladder and then like her rose in hand. And it's just like, why is this so like not even financially inaccessible, just physically inaccessible merch. Like, just phys- it's physically inaccessible. Um, like never mind. Never mind the potential financial barrier. It's literally like, what are we doing? Um, So I don't know. That to me is really frustrating. Um, I mean, I'm glad that she found a rose, but like she said, it was like on the top shelf. She couldn't have gotten it herself. It wasn't like accessible. It wasn't like being advertised really to people. And, like, for for what? Like, I don't... It's just really frustrating to me. Like, it's just, like, every time I see something else, I just keep getting more upset about it, honestly. Um, And I didn't even realize this. Like, we got this response from at Liam Belson. I didn't even realize this when, until he pointed it out, but... Liam said, I mainly collect Lego, and I actually found that Lego backpedaled when it came to Rose. During the TLJ merch release, she was in a pretty accessible set, but now she isn't in any this time, which is not a great look, as well as a weird backpedal. And I'm like, yeah, that is actually strange, and I honestly didn't think about it too much until, like, that was mentioned to us. So, huh. Like, Lego, I'm watching you. I'm frustrated, but I'm watching you. Um... And it's just really frustrating. Um, we got a response from Laura aforementioned in the thread from Marissa. And Laura had said that she only got the Rose Funkos because she told herself that she was only going to buy things with Rose on it. Um, that's And then quoted, like, that's all I was able to buy. The shirt wasn't available in stores. And then responded to that with two additional tweets saying... The fact that last year I cried getting all the Rose merch, in parentheses, I bought two, one to open and one to keep in the box, and holding them dear to me was a big deal. It's like we are finally seen. Now this year, it's like we are left in the back burner. It's like the trolls won. It honestly makes me worried about what Rose's role will be in the final film. You guys gave her a new title, but will she be forgotten on the sidelines? She deserves more than that, especially especially saving Finn and giving the Resistance hope. And like honestly retweet because yeah exactly um but yeah that i think about that a lot like are there any narrative implications like what are the narrative implications of this um because it's ultimately it's not just like it's it's not people saying where is this merchandise like i want to buy this merchandise it's if you aren't showing us
0: merchandise and if she's not being shown in trailers, then how is she going to be utilized within the movie? Like, is she not going to be on yeah. screen, like, hardly at all? Does she have, like, one scene? Like, what, like, if she is in the movie as much as we want her to be, then she should be on more merch. It's just, it that's the thing, is it's not just, like, the... You know, we want to buy things. It's the, like, if you're not putting her on things, like, all signs are pointing to that, like, she barely exists within this movie. Which is just
1: such a, you
0: know, such a travesty. And it's not okay.
1: Yeah. It's really, just like I said before, really confusing. Um, like, if anything. And... I don't know, it just, it doesn't, like, it doesn't add up, I just, I want so desperately for something to make sense regarding this, and, like, it just doesn't, because I feel like, I just feel like she, her character is set up to have such a prominent role, and for that not to be immediately clear, because I feel like the merch push would be the thing to be, to tell us, you know, this is a huge character in this movie, because we're producing all this merch. Again, not to say that's always true, because like that didn't happen with Phasma. But again, you know, it's it's a case by case basis. But for this character specifically, I feel like the lack of merch means the like lack of screen time. So that's really, 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 um, really frustrating. Yeah, and and, and it feels I, like one of those
0: things where I feel like if 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 Rise of Skywalker ends up looking like what it looks like it's gonna look like in that Rose is going to have very little screen time and therefore have very little effect on the overall story which is terrible that they're going to try and make up with that with like the novels which is something that like while I love the Star Wars books that's something that like Lucasfilm has kind of used as kind of this like crutch and roundabout way to like offer diversity and offer more characters without like I mean they are giving it to us because it's in the book but they're not giving it in a in a way that is like showing it to everyone it's like if you're already a really big fan like you're gonna be reading this book and you're welcome kind of thing and so it's like you know like I know that Rose is in um Spark of the Resistance a lot I'm pretty sure she's in resistance reborn um for a good chunk of it like in in the like books leading up so far that we've gotten like it seems like rose is playing a pretty big role in them and i'm just worried that they're going to use that as a like well there's your rose content what are you talking about kind of thing you know like we talked about on our last episode um like holdo is like pan in Lay Prince of Alderaan but then never showed that in The Last Jedi so like does it it doesn't count as on-screen like representation so I'm I'm worried that they're gonna do that which Lucasfilm has already a track record of doing of when they are like shafting characters on screen they like quote-unquote make up for it by like overcompensating in the books and like yeah of course i want more rose content i want to read like you know apparently everything she does in spark resistance is like super cute and soft and we love her so much but like i also want to see that on screen like give me more like kelly marie Tran as rose like it's just it's not that it doesn't count but it's not enough and
1: you know it yep i mean like Lucasfilm, we're calling you out because we love you. You know what I mean? It's an act of love. So we're doing this because we know that like you like essentially like people can do better. Like we can get the representation we need. Like it's we're not asking too much. We know that. So um I I think we have one more response, but I am like scrolling and I'm having a hard time finding it. I don't know if you have it pulled up or not.
0: Um, yeah, it's right here where'd it go oh here it is okay so it's from um at uh lala lb um their name is rose chico's my hero hashtag where's rose uh in post um and she said i'm a th- i am a southeast asian woman and had virtually no representation as a child i used to resent the fact that i wasn't a quote-unquote pretty asian tall slender and pale with, with pale white skin while i was short curvy and brown Seeing Kelly and Rose just resonated so deeply with me, um, and then someone else responded to her. Um, Nat o Lantern at Potato Taters said, so "This resonates with me as another Southeast Asian woman." And that is another thing um, that was so great about um, having Rose on screen is that a lot of people don't realize or think about that. Like, not every Asian, not all Asian people are like the stereotypical like what you think of as an asian person which is usually like people from like mainland china and japan where and and korea i believe um that are just much more pale um typically you know the ideal obviously everyone has different body types but you know kind of the typical ideal woman is this like tall slender like what what you think of when you think of like a pretty sexualized asian woman like that's kind of your default asian woman but asians come in uh, lots of different shapes and sizes and shades and kelly marie tran is vietnamese which tends to have you know like like um uh she was saying that she had um you know she's she's shorter and she's curvier and she has like a little bit darker skin you know and like there are a lot of you know southeast asian you know you're talking about india and pakistan and like those are all asian people and we don't think about them as asian because we have this idea of what like asians are especially in westernized media um and so that was another thing about Kelly Marie Tran like we talked about her not being sexualized but she's also not um your like stereotypical like pretty Asian woman you know she was and like she is not even like Kelly Marie Tran is like she's not like plus size she's not this like huge person she's just is curvy and she's you know she's not like you know stick straight she has curves and is you know shorter and you know super super cute and it's this like you know there's there's better with casting Kelly Marie Tran came like better representation on that front of just showing a more diverse idea of what like Asian women can be and so that was another thing that was really great and then to just keep seeing her be hidden again is awful
1: yeah 100 percent. like absolutely it just feels like a huge step backwards in a lot of ways um and it feels like i don't know it just feels like they kind of listened to the wrong feedback of the character in some ways and kind of like fed into that um which is like overwhelmingly frustrating um again as we read like more and more of this i just get more and more frustrated so luckily that was the last response we got because i don't know how much more i could have just read and gotten angry over (laughs) um but yeah i i'm hoping that we i'm hoping that rose is a key player in tross i'm hoping that i don't know i just i mean like it's what it's what kelly deserves it's what um it's what women of color in this fandom specifically specifically asian women who like really just deserve to have that representation on screen at this point um we we need to do better like this needs to this needs to be remedied in some way um i yeah, I I just really hope that somehow this can be remedied. I don't know how they're going to do it, because I feel like Force Friday was their chance, and they didn't. But um, I don't know. We'll see. We're getting closer and closer day by day to the movie. So, yeah, I'm just hoping that... I'm hoping that we see a lot of Rose in The Rise of Skywalker. Um, but going to a lighter subject or at least not so like emotionally charged or I guess emotionally charged, but in different ways um, is we got the season two premiere of Star Wars resistance. Um, I was shown the second episode in the resistance panel when I was at celebration, but obviously that was in April. We're in October now. So I still had to like refresh my memory on things that had happened or just the episode as a whole. Honestly, like, most of the stuff we saw, even with Mandalorian, was, like, kind of a blur. So, like, anything I couldn't watch, like, like the trailer I could go and, like, watch later, but everything I was shown, like, exclusive content, it was just, like, like it was just so much that I really couldn't absorb it all. So I'm glad that I got, like, a chance to, like, sit down and watch it again. Um, but I think the huge takeaway, obviously, and it's what the end of season one is, like, building up to, but, like, the really big takeaway from this season is that we we see Tam, like, fully commit to, like, the First Order, essentially. Um, and that's obviously, again, something that has been, like, foreshadowed, especially within the last season. So, I think that now that, that um, plot and that, like, I guess arc has been realized. And so... I don't know, I think it'll be really interesting to see. Cause even though I know that took a lot of build up, there's still so so much so much more that, that can happen with Tam's character in this season. So I'm really excited to see where they go with that.
0: Yeah, no, it was yeah, so this was the first time I saw it um the first episode. Um and I watched it earlier today. Um and it was it was just so good. It, like Resistance is just such a good show. Um i think that they're doing really interesting things with um where the storyline is going um i believe somewhere earlier they were talking about someone said something about how like the end of the season is going to go straight into the rise of skywalker so which is kind of what we assumed but still cool um and so we have um like in the episode it's mostly takes place on the Colossus and they the Colossus is pretty much in shambles because they just made like a giant hyperspeed jump when they were not like equipped to do so um so everyone's trying to fix it there's like lots of funny gags with like the gravity keeps turning on and off um Kaz is still like the clumsiest spy in the entire world. Like, I don't know how he has survived as an actual spy because he just trips and falls over everything. Um, and... Yeah, so it was really cool. You know, you see, like, Niku and Kaz, like, trying to deal with Tam being gone and, um... Cads even tries to, like, reach out and send her, like, a coded, send Tam, like, a coded message trying to explain himself. Um, but, yeah, I am super interested to see how, um, how Tam's storyline plays out. Um, because, like, she is just, like, she's ready to be a pilot. Like, it, like, from her perspective right now, the First Order is giving her everything that, like, the Colossus and, like, Yeager, like, refuse to give her. And so, she's just, like, doubling down. Like, she does get Kaz's message and she just, like, ends it. She doesn't even listen to it. And, like, she talks about, like, how she wants to be part of the First Order because it's something that she can believe in. And she, like, even said, like, she, like, they're trying to get more information out of her about, like, the Resistance and about, like, her friends, and she's, like, I would tell you if I had anything, but they didn't tell me anything, and they all lied to me, which is why I'm here. And so, like, I am just really, really interested to see how they follow her storyline. If, because, I mean, like, right now, it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of, like, oh, yeah, and then she'll come back kind of thing. Like, she's pretty doubled down and committed to it. So, I'm interested to see if they, just keep her in the first order or if they um you know if she does eventually come back if she like figures out that she doesn't want to be part of the first order anymore so that is definitely the storyline that I'm like most interested to see how they handle but um I think that what the the trajectory of the Colossus storyline I'm much more invested in um than I was the season before just because you know before it was like the classes is just in the middle of the sea it doesn't go anywhere you know you're just kind of chilling in the same place the whole time but now it's like yes you're always on the same ship but like we're going different places now we're out in space they're trying to get in touch with the resistance you know and we as the audience know that if they're not if the if if the resistance hasn't already left their base like they're about to leave their base and then like go to crate. So super interested to see where that goes. What if like the Colossus finds the Falcon after crate? So, like they never they meet up with him after. Like that's how they like get back into momentum with the resistance. Like that they find each other. Like that's
1: what happens. That's my theory. oh my goodness. That's, that's the thought. That um. I just I'm loving, I'm loving this, like, Colossus love, um, or, like, Colossus, like, like, just recognizing the Colossus, because I, too, had, like, the same thing, where it was like, oh, well, you know, it's here, whatever, I'm very, like, honestly not super curious, um, and then we get to the end and we're like, wait, what's up? Yeah. Like, what's going on with this thing? And it's, like, so... <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like my thing. So it's, so interesting.
0: Like, you know, it's a little bit of a double-edged sword because, like, I was... I, I watched all of this, Like, I watched it every week last week and um, I... Or last season and I really liked it. But it, for me, Resistance is very much more of, like, oh, this is kind of a fun, cute show. I like watching it kind of thing. It, it wasn't very, like super invested in it in like what is this adding to the can? what is like where is this going I was just kind of like this is just kind of a fun show but now like with the direction that like season two has taken and what it's like where it's going like I'm so much more intrigued and I just I want more of it and I want to like keep seeing where it's going but then also knowing that like this is the only season and we aren't getting anything else after this and i'm like all right well thanks star wars <laughs> now that i'm like actually yeah. super invested and i'm like no i really want to see what you do with this story now like i'm really really interested it's like yeah well we're, we're done we're not doing it anymore
1: yeah like, cool, cool cool, yeah cool, cool, that cool, cool. that was wild news when they were like oh the second season's coming oh and by the way the second season is the last season so like When they made that announcement, I was actually floored. I was not expecting that. Um, But I'm just going to soak up this last season for everything it's worth and just enjoy it. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. And hopefully we'll have like a little bit more to talk about um, next week when the next episode comes out. Um, But... I think that's a pretty good wrap-up of our episode. We spent a lot—a bulk of the time talking about Wars Rose, which honestly was, like, the initial, like, plan for the bulk of the episode, I feel like, anyway, just because that's the thing that we have the most thoughts on regarding this last week. Um, but, yeah, I— I just wanted to be able to have like a space where we could discuss this because it's something that we both individually discussed on our Twitter. So I felt like it deserved a space on our podcast as well. Um, but thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Um, if you're a patron of ours, a special thank you for supporting us in that way. I just want to give a special thank you to all the people who support us on patreon that is fetmatic greg jonathan meg nick carla and kathy g thank you guys so much for supporting us on patreon it means the world to us and if you're not a current patron go find a star wars story podcast on patreon become a patron and then every week at the end of each episode we will read your name out and give you a special thank you as our thanks for being our supporter um it means so much Please go find us on social media and interact with us. Obviously, if you listen to this episode, you can tell that our social media does play a big role in our podcast. Um, We love hearing from our listeners. We love hearing what you guys have to say about certain things, especially in regards to today with the Where's Rose. So go find us um, at our podcast account, which is at ASWS underscore podcast on Twitter I am at Delaney Organa which is D E L A N I E Organa and Brooklyn where can people find you on Twitter
0: uh, people can find us or me at Brooklyn Bound with the Ozer0 so B R 0 0 K L Y N B 0 U N D
1: And if you are If you have, like, free time on your hands and you want to be, like, super awesome, if you could leave us a review, rate and review our podcast on iTunes, that would be amazing. If you actually physically write us a review out, we will read it on the next episode of the podcast from, like, whenever you leave the review. So, if you leave it, like, tomorrow, we would read it on the following episode. But please rate and review. It really helps um our visibility and it really helps people find us so and obviously we're just trying to extend the conversation to everybody um and we want to talk with everyone about star wars so the more people who find us the better the more the merrier in a lot of ways so go give us a review go rate us on itunes thank you again for listening to this episode of a star Wars story podcast and may the force be with you may
0: the force be with you